I think I know what this is. You see, Stan, as you get older, things that you used to like start looking and sounding like shit. And things that seemed shitty as a child don't seem as shitty. With you, somehow the wires have gotten crossed and everything looks and sounds like shit to you. It's a condition called being a cynical asshole. Oh, no. Yes. There's no known cure, I'm afraid. Everything just seems shitty and everyone starts to seem shitty and everything they say just starts to... It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. Bullshit, Mr. Handman. I hope I can help. Necromancy may be legal in Cyrodiil, but few will openly admit to practicing it now that the Major's Guild has banned it. Farewell. <laughs> you hate to do it, but at the same time, it's hilarious. What is thy bidding, my master? Yeah! I should have known from the very beginning. From what you said. Yeah, when the mega powers were formed. Yeah, what you were out for from the very beginning. Yeah, you were after what was mine. I remember what you said. You can destroy the Emperor. Join me. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Mm, yeah, that one was rough. Those words right there. Yeah, I got stuck here, yeah, but I swallowed it anyway. Didn't like the taste, but I swallowed it anyway, yeah. But I remember the time when there was a conquistador out of the ring. The one that's so jealous that he can't stand it, yeah. Yeah, you came in there with your poses, yeah, but you made a big idiot out of yourself, yeah. And speaking of idiot things, what about that stupid idea? Did you forget that one? Think back. That right there sealed your fate. Yeah, it put the madness over the edge. But I'll tell you what felt even better here was in the dressing room, in the first aid room. Me being unselfish, yeah, said go ahead, do the thing, yeah. You won't steal my thunder, no. When you take a look at the madness's eyes, all you're gonna see is complete and utter Hello and good evening everyone. Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Seth number 29. I am your host, Fractured Filter, along with those always, my co-host, Jay Hitman. How are you doing tonight, sir? Oh, doing good, doing good. That was probably <laughs> one of the greatest things I've seen all week. I, so thank you so much for doing that. I I've been like liking adding to this just to just to kind of freshen things up with the uh, with uh, bringing us into it and this one just sprung back into my mind. I was like, oh yeah, that clip was awesome. Inserting Macho Man as the as the as Palpatine. You can't go wrong with that. So I mean, who doesn't love Macho Man? If you don't love Macho Man, I don't know what's uh, what's wrong with you. Exactly, I'm 100% with you on that one. So yeah, I figured what a great way to uh, bring us into today. 
like it is, where do we go? You know, we're still uh, we're still a month off, or not? A, well, yeah, we're about a, still a month off from Andor. Uh, beginning of August, I think we got the Star Wars Lego summer well, vacation so, thing. And for those that are either tuning in or have tuned in or will tune in eventually, uh, Fractured is so excited for this. Oh, He's I'm so excited for joy. The, I, you know. uh, Lego, and so am I. I just I can't wait to watch the. You, this just you. Oh, just so ridiculous. So ridiculous. <laughs> I actually the heard somebody. Excitement is real. I actually heard like there are people that are very like the fanboys are coming out out of the woodworks and are, are like so excited. You know, Lego sales are up thirty six percent this month because of Star Wars. The since the announcement of uh, Lego Star Wars, that doesn't surprise me none if that is true. You know, I, I have this this theory, and I could be wrong. And like I said, if you want to go to a theater and wear a yellow onesie and watch Minions, by all means, uh, go ahead and do that. But I actually heard. <laughs> Uh, rumors that there are going to be people dressing up as like Lego uh, Star Wars characters at the uh, when this uh, show. I actually heard this thing was going to be in theaters. I don't know if that's a tr- I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, I haven't looked into it, so I honestly could not tell you one way or another what is going what on. Happen- with that? What happens if it is? I'm just going to lose my I-, I lose hope in all humanity if if this thing then is it's the called theaters. I'm not watching it. <laughs> It's, it's called we're gonna find something else to do for a month. I mean, that's oh. just basically all it comes down to, right? I mean, we, like it is, it's not like we don't have plenty of topics and stuff that we can certainly jump into, not just uh, this. <laughs> just this. <laughs> well, I'm, and you, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, I'm really, I think. Really excited for the show. This is like show number two where it's just a, I think we use a fun palate cleanse. I'm still trying to mentally recover from Kenobi and, you know, now my YouTube. I don't know if it's YouTube or AI, but, or somebody has hacked my phone, but I just keep seeing Star Wars theory videos of, uh, the, and, you know, the watch parties and everything. And I'm like, can we not? Please. Hey there, Sentinel. Welcome to the show. No, what's up? What's up? But I had a couple of things. I know you probably had some stuff you want to go over. I had some kind of fun topics we could go over just to. Uh... I mean, if you, yeah, if you, I mean, <clears throat> I figured for one thing, we'd get one announcement out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so starting Sunday, tomorrow, uh, 5 p.m., we're going to be doing uh, doing uh, streams my on my channel on Twitch. Uh, the Fractured Filter, and on Hitman's channel, uh, jhitman187 that you see here. Uh, over on Twitch, we're going to be starting to stream Star Wars The Old Republic. So excited. Going to be jumping into that game, finally. with Because we've been talking about this for a little while now, wanting to get together and play that game, so you can finally play it for the first time and check it out. So, yeah, for anybody that's going to be interested in that sort of thing, for sure. He might be a little more interested on Hitman's side, because he's going to be going Sith Sorcerer? Oh, yeah. If I remember right? I gotta do my boy Palpatine proud. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, whatever the... We talked a little bit about the classes, I think, on the before the last show, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think I'm going to go the Sith Sorcerer, just because I like to just... For, listen, I get my inspiration from Bane and Malgus. 
um, more, well, I mean, more importantly. Bane and Malgus would definitely be more on the juggernaut uh, territory for uh, Sith Warrior. I just, I was more... Uh, but like, if, if, if you're wanting to sheave it up, then yeah, Sith yeah. Sorcerer would be the route you want to I go. Just, the Force Lightning, you know, Bane just utterly cooking the room, and yeah, Giffany just Warrior, like, oh my god, I want this guy. The Sith and, Warriors, unfortunately, do not get Force Lightning, which is a very big disappointment. But, uh, Sith Sorcerer... Sith Sorcerer... Yeah. Sith Sorcerer and Assassin, they have uh, lightning attacks. But more, if you want, if you want the full Sheev experience, the yeah, are way to go. That's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm going with it. And I think if we're, I think Daviasa might be joining us. I don't know. He's Daviasa gonna... said he 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 can absolutely join us. He's gonna be doing. Uh, he's gonna be a damage dealing uh, bounty hunter. So he's gonna be doing that. Um, and then since you're gonna be doing damage as well as in, I'm guessing I'm basically with sheave powers, you're gonna be doing damage. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're gonna probably. Uh, so then uh, I'm gonna be. My brother and I were talking about this. I'll probably go uh, the the imperial agent. Uh, yeah. I'll play as an operative, and I'll be the healer. And then my brother's gonna team up with you. On the, he'll be a Sith warrior, and he said he's going to uh, be a juggernaut and nice. do the tanking. So we'll have we'll have you two as damage. Myself as I'll, I'll be doing my best as a healer, and then my brother as a tank. Let's so see. We'll, we'll have our we'll have our uh, our roles uh, certainly set up for when we want to do like some of the other stuff like flashpoints and stuff like that. No, is the benefit stuff. of having is the benefit of having multiple like people play and like different classes to get the full story without pain because I was reading like you can pay for this, right? Like the seasons or whatever. Yes, they have, you like, can seasons. you so <clears throat> you can pay the monthly sub subscription fee yeah, and that does bad. unlock more like customization options like right off the bat for when you're trying to like get if you want to keep like certain looks and stuff like that, but they also have yeah. have it available for the free to play. And last I knew is like the level one through fifty is the free to play that you can get through, and then after that, yeah, you I think you have to like buy the uh, the expansion passes that come What's with that, how or much is, how much or is just that? get that, or just get the subscription for fifteen dollars a month, and then you know, then you just play through it, and then it's kind of like unlocked basically. Listen, I'm frugal as all get out, so I will not <laughs> probably be spending the fifteen dollars a month. Don't worry. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. The fifteen. I mean, I guess it's not because most people spend that on like Netflix and HBO. But right. still, I don't know. I might. I probably won't. I'm not even gonna say I might. I'm not. It's a cool concept, <laughs> but I won't play it enough to. I don't know. I'm undecided. It's like, do I want start, ice cream or yeah, I don't start, want ice cream? Start, start at the bare minimum. If you figure, if you think you might play it more, awesome. If not, I totally get it. <laughs> it just depends on how how much Daviasa irritates me when we play tomorrow. Is he playing tomorrow? Is he gonna be he on said, tomorrow? Yeah, he said he's gonna be joining us. Yes. Depends on how much he irritates me. I so I'm just kidding. I like Daviasa <laughs> sometimes when he's not getting a chub over Star Wars, uh, Luke or. Uh, was it Star uh, Disney Star? What was he? Th- he was talking about something last week. I don't remember. I tuned him out. 
Well, he wasn't on. La he hasn't been on the show for a couple. No, I was talking to him. In, I was talking to him in oh, person. In person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For those listening, he's actually still alive. If you're wondering if Daviaso is still alive, he is, <laughs> he is alive. It is confirmed. Um, no, Hitman did not kill him and bury him out in the desert somewhere. You tell me that. Pro uh, mouse. <laughs> yeah, you go and. Yeah, that's. Anyways, I I do want to bring up something real quick, and it's not yeah, uh, it's not Star Wars related, but I I went to the comic book store today, uh -huh. and all I found. A um, dark uh, was it the Dark Empire uh, DC comics and then Dark Empire two comics, and I almost walked out with all of the Dark Empire two comics. Um, unfortunately, they did not have issue one that I could find, um, so I held off. But just kind of going through those comics, it is very very uh, cool to just kind of go through those and, and actually yeah. see the, the first printings and it's nostalgia and um, just really, really cool to see. It's really cool that there's still, it, you're still able to get these uh, One comments. way or another, yeah. And yeah, so it was just, uh, it was a store that I actually really wanted, I, want, I wanted, um, I might go back and buy them, but that's one of them. Cause I, I've heard good things about Dark Empire. I don't know, I'm not too familiar with Dark Empire 2. But I have heard good things about Dark Empire from Dark Horse, so that might be uh, something we should read and then talk about. Because we were reading. We, yeah, we were. Uh, Dark Empire was when we started to. We were kind of doing after. We talk about after yeah. reviewing. Um, so I guess that was Dark Empire, we, but this we was. We kind of dropped it for, for just focusing on Book of Boba Fett at the time. I think we, you know, we probably should bring that back because that was kind of our saving grace at the end of the show. <laughs> it kind of was, yeah. It's like our palate. Like, oh, we just talk about all this crap, and then we talk about good. I'm, you know, I actually enjoyed Dark Empire. I, did you have issues with it? Was that the one you had My, issues with? Yes, Dark Empire was the saga that I had issues with because of the fact that they bring back Palpatine. That yes, they do it through. At least they had already kind of, you know addressed it with the clone technology and the essence transference and things get further answered you know thanks to like from the Bane books and Plagueis and all that but no uh, that, that that still to me is just like it, no just again just leave I know George signed off on it and all but it's like still no keep Palpatine just should have stayed dead regardless um and I they they went with the whole like he Luke was but wasn't kind of falling to the dark side, it, uh, because he kind of was getting a little kind of a little uh, arrogant about not oh, I don't know maybe overconfident I should say about yeah. what he was able to um, still achieve like still help out the the Rebel Alliance or kind of the new new Republic is getting. Of all that, still help them out tactically, while trying to hide that he was with uh, Sidious, but he was kind of more falling to falling to the dark side and stuff like that. So, uh, to me, this always never sat that well with me, and um, especially for that fact, especially that he was, you know, he he rejected the rejected uh, Palpatine. 
at the at that point on the Death Star and all that, he, he faced him down. He threw away his lightsaber in a meaningful way, not in a not in a cheap gag way like we saw in Last Jedi, but oh, the that bank, was yeah, yeah. But you know that's where that where yeah that that whole saga was supposed to be done with. I guess I need to yeah need to ask uh, well maybe reach out to OG. So I thought Palpatine came in in um on the expanded universe. I thought he came back. I didn't know necessarily know if it was clones or if it was the answer the essence transference. But I thought he I thought he lived on. So like Disney obviously got it. Like it was terrible. It was wrong. Like he. And it fall down the shaft and survive. Like, but I thought he survived either through the trans, the essence of transfer, or cloning. Yeah, it was kind of the cloning essence transference and the and dark horse. But Disney, but uh, I just think like oh, I just fell work. down and this my medical because, spine because kept me thing, alive. They're basically alluding to that via the Mandalorian, which is funny that people were like, oh no, they're going to retcon their, their sequel trilogy. Bullshit. They're, they're no. full speed going into that by using the Mandalorian show. So, you know, it's, it's still happening, folks. Did, these, Disney, these Disney executives could literally fart in a theater and you could ask them, did you just fart? And they're like, no, I didn't fart. Like it's just so so stupid. Like they're they're never gonna admit that they're wrong. They're, it's just oh, absolutely ridiculous. Not. Absolutely no, I didn't do that. I know we didn't retcon anything, and no, we we didn't contradict ourselves. And yes, we followed continuity, even though we don't know what continuity is. We followed it. <laughs> no, no, we swear we're doing all that. Really. I also had an awkward moment. I just throw this out here too. So I had an awkward moment at the uh, comic book store. I went to get my. Pick up my Uh-oh. my yeah Uh-oh. my pull my, my pulls and everything and obviously as a DC what guy, well as a DC guy like I've you know went to the register and they have free comic books that they they hand out with your purchase and everything and I didn't have oh, the yeah. so the the lady that was uh, checking me out uh, she's actually the the owner's wife and she threw two Marvel comics into my <laughs> into my into my bag. And I was like, oh, God, what do I, because she's just super nice. Like, she, you know, she ordered me, uh, I'm not a huge Superman action comic guy, but he, I'm trying to do my due diligence and read a little bit more, but uh, she ordered me a Superman Red Sun, which is actually a really, really cool story about Superman and uh, fighting that, the Russians. And I thought that was if he was, if he fell to Russia instead of America. Yeah, some, yeah, long, yeah, yeah. That. And so she ordered that for me, and then she put these two comic books in my in my bag, and I didn't have the heart to tell her that, like, how dare you? I've, but here's the thing: like, I've told her multiple, like, I've made it well known in that shop that, like, I'm I'm DC, <laughs> and so I don't know if this was like her, like, it's probably you know. it's probably just by default, just putting the you know, just kind of automatic, you know, how we get yeah. our own jobs, we kind of automatically do certain things. It's probably yeah. just that. It's just you know. Well, so what's on, funny is pilot a bit. So free comic book day was a was oh god like two months ago. Uh, yeah, oh my god. And she put a uh, she put a Avengers X Men Eternals Judgment Day Marvel comic that you couldn't <laughs> you can't you can't give this stuff away. That's how, from what I've heard, how bad it is. But she she gave it to me. So um, Monday, when I see you, I'll uh, go ahead and give you some some of these comics. 
Oh, yay. <laughs> That's just a fun I story, look, yeah. I look forward to it. You should. How <laughs> dare you? You should always look forward to our time together. But I thought it was kind of funny because, yeah, it was just like I didn't have the heart to tell her. I was like, oh, I don't want these. And there was nobody outside I could have given them to, so and I wasn't going to. There wasn't a trash can nearby, so I just kept them. Oh, you know. That's just a joke. I know there's a okay, lot of okay. I got I have a lot of friends that are unfortunately Marvel fans, but hey, that's fine. You can be Marvel fans if you want. You're wrong too, but they're if they can be. <laughs> Is that it? I you know, again, I want to stay on topic, but did you ever did you like uh the was it Sony uh, Andrew Garfield's uh that that universe of Spider-Man? Did you like those movies? Oh god. As a Spider-Man guy, um, I know you're a Spider-Man guy. Fan. So, the first movie, I I I didn't mind. I thought it was a, I thought it was good. I di- I didn't have the same problem a lot of people did. I I know with um with the lizard design, the way they they did him mainly, may- maybe because I'm already like you know, a bit of a Godzilla fan and stuff like that. So having a giant uh, oversized lizard, um, kind of messing shit up in in, the, in New York I'm like okay I'm kind of down with that yeah at the, at the same time it's like and I, I I didn't mind the design either though on top of it I thought oh it kind of harkens to uh, a bit of the original look just he they just kind of put him on steroids basically which you know, yeah comic book movie right they kind of did they 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 did do a bit of the retelling of because we already we it, what I don't think the movie was that long after the Sam Raimi trilogy, so we did do the whole he did the yeah stuff like that. And Sam Raimi did the and the Tommy McGuire movies, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he did those yeah. ones. So the first so the first movie was kind of treading a bit of familiar territory, but kind of also modernizing him a little bit. And and he was kind of I mean this it's kind of funny this Parker was he was a bit more of a jerk than this, regular Peter could be yeah. or kind of was then uh the, but I mean otherwise like the first movie I didn't mind I was like okay it's it's, it's not a bad starting place they kind of were they were playing more on also uh, Peter being a little more familiar with his parents. And yeah. that also his parent, they were kind of trying to set up that his parents may play a bigger part later down the line via, um, like what his father was up to as a scientist himself. And they kind of, they already were kind of tapping that in that first movie, but it was also like there might have been more going on, yeah, sort of thing. So again, you know, they were trying to kind of put a di- bit of a different been on some things but at the same time keeping it in familiar territories the suit i can the suit i i look back on i'm like the suit wasn't bad for spider-man in that i can, you can kind of see how yeah that's a ba- a little more high but high quality but uh still kind of has the low budget look uh for a, for a, just like a kid putting together this outfit and I did like that he had the web shooters, although I didn't mind the organic web shooters from the, the Raimi films. I thought, you know, that, that makes sense. 
because it's like giving him more more spider powers than just uh, him crawling on walls, basically. I mean, that's the only thing that's recognizable for him having spider powers. Yeah. Effectively. So, but it was cool that he, he they did the whole him him building the uh, uh, the web shooter so he could do that. And yeah, so like I said, overall, I I did, I liked the movie. They brought in Gwen Stacy this time around. They didn't have Mary Jane at all, but they brought in Gwen Stacy for this. So how did how did you? Romance. Yeah. So how did you like? So again, I've not. My brother, like I've I've said, I think a couple times, huge Spider-Man fan. Um, follows the you know has read probably every single comic ever released by uh, or for Spider-Man. But how did you feel about? Um, and again, if I get any of this wrong, because I'm not a Marvel guy, oh, don't worry let me know. It. But Gwen Stacy being thrown into the clock tower versus well, she wasn't she see, killed. You see, this is where I'm gonna. This is uh, let me. Okay, 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 okay. Now the second movie. Oh, second movie. I guess we're first still movie. on the first. So I apologize, but oh, no, 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 no. It's fine because that was basically you know they they kind of they I don't think they should have rushed. I felt like it was kind of rushed a little bit with the the. Uh, Captain Stacy, her father, Gwen Stacy father. I forget his actual name at the moment, but I just know it's right. Captain to the police and everything. They kind of rushed into him and discuss- and again, this is what always cheeses me off is how quickly people find out Peter's secret identity. Yeah. Um especially like within the comics, it was the biggest most held, you know, held secret out there. Nobody freaking knew. But uh again, find out all the time and so they kind of rushed that death a little bit for killing off captain stacy i think they should have kept him around for if they were going to do a trilogy he should have yes maybe then died at the end but otherwise he was then kind of like a surrogate father figure if i remember right it's been a little while since i've watched the movie but now going into the second flick oh boy I'm <laughs> Jamie Foxx's Electro. Jesus Christ! Dude, yeah, like that was, thoughts on that. that. For one, the the unnecessary thing of race swap, stupid. Um, is that what they did? I think it? that was. I think that was more ginger side too. I think the original Electro was a ginger. So well, that's why I was going to ask. Is that why? Like ginger side. Um, but otherwise, like he was just like, especially once he got the powers, is like, eh. Because this was another thing was that then they introduced they brought. Uh, Harry Osborn in, and this is the thing they haven't even introduced Norman Osborn yet into this trilogy, other than Oscorp being, uh, of course, one of the the being the big corporation that's around. So they haven't even brought in Norman, but uh, well, then they even. They he had like he wasn't they showed no or they they gave no uh, inclination that he was. Like Green Goblin, which I, that's no. why I always thought. And he was the original. That's just it. And they brought in Harry, Harry Osborn. And there's some good little scenes between the two actors of Andrew Garfield. And I forget who played Harry Osborn. Um, but there's some okay scenes as they're kind of reminiscing, catching up and all this. Yeah. Stuff and as they're figuring out what the hell their parents were up to. Sort of stuff with science and all that fun stuff. The problem was... Was that, of course, then they started adding in then the villainy of it. Like, that he already jumped, he already leveled up immediately to the goes Green Goblin on us. 
Yeah. And it's like, God, it was it was kind of the problem that Spider-Man Three had of too many villains, and they were wanting to build up to their Sinister Six so badly. And this was even before I think the Avengers had come out, so they were already trying to you know jump on that wagon of let's do our big villain movies to have for Spider-Man. But, yeah, they... And then, yeah, then... <laughs> and it was funny, too, because, like, throughout the... Oh, yeah, because they, they brought in Rhino. I forgot about that. Rhino, the dude in the suit. Yeah. The mechanized, the mechanized Rhino instead of a just a big, burly Russian dude in a Rhino costume. <laughs> Whatever his name was. Yeah. That, well, that's been kind of, like, from the ultimate... They were kind of taking on... Even though it's called Amazing Spider-Man... Is kind of taking on um, Ultimate Spider-Man vibes a little bit from the comic books, especially with the the arm the mechanized Rhino suit. So they brought they had that, but the funny thing was is like I I noticed like he just he just Andrew Garfield at least the way he was portraying it for his Peter he just wanted to go off and be Spider-Man the whole time he didn't want to be uh, Peter Parker he didn't want to do that life like he just clearly just wanted to go off and be Spider-Man. Well, which is an interesting point that you bring up because I feel like, like the Toby Maguire, like the Sam Raimi movies, like so Toby Maguire, I felt like wanted, like he wanted to be Peter Parker, Andrew uh, Garfield wanted to be Spider Man. Well, did, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. There, no, no, there. I would say yeah. There's probably there was probably a, a feeling a little more of a, I hate to say burden, but he, there was that for Toby's Spider Man. He definitely felt that that weight of with great power comes great responsibility because he kind of felt it very early on. And that's where, and I had problems with some of the, with the way that some of that was handled in those movies, especially the bridge scene and stuff. But yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, he definitely had that. This, this Spider-Man that made it for the amazing Spider-Man. He definitely seemed like he was having a lot of fun. So yeah. it, there wasn't nearly that same feeling, of, even though he he dealt with the whole thing of, uh, of Gwen Stacy's dad being killed by the lizard and stuff like that. Uh, he he didn't quite have that burden of responsibility on him as as heavily as it definitely kind of was for Toby. So he was having a little more fun, uh, Andrew Garfield. And then, yes. It's like his uncle died on a we, Monday and he's Spider-Man Tuesday. Um, but then, yeah, when we get to the freaking ending i i was pissed because yes they did the whole bell tower scene when stacy falls but the thing the part of my problem with it too is that it's very evident and clear what happened so like he goes he he just absolutely too late and you know he he catches her last minute but she's still bam smacks hits that floor done Right. While so, how so did she die in the comics? So was so, she thrown okay. off a bridge? Right. So uh, in the comics, it was yeah, it was, uh, Green Goblin kidnapped her, had her up on that bridge. Yeah, it it was either from a pumpkin bomb or something, but she falls off. Spider Man goes to catch her. He of course does the web again, but this is the thing: is that he because he's still kind of. Uh, a young superhero he didn't know that if it was from his inexperience and that when he got when he caught her with the web if when he like maybe pulled the pulled the line 
if he was the one that maybe snapped her neck or something like that, or if it was from, he didn't know if she died from the fall itself. So there was a yeah. lot of doubt and a lot of a lot of that 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 got weighed onto him. It certainly made it a really uh, big and tragic moment for him because it was a big it was a big question, big question mark of, I don't know if it, he didn't know if it was because of him, because of the goblin, or just because. Well, I mean, he, he, it was because of his life as Spider-Man. He got that. But um, but it was definitely like, was it my inability to catch her? Did I, did I need to do something different than just, you know, get the get the webbing on her? What was it? So it was a lot of, it was a lot of questions. And then, then yeah, he impaled the goblin. <laughs> or got, the goblin got impaled by the glider. Um, but... Yeah, that by them doing that, it really I even even though I knew we were at basically the end of the movie at that point, I was almost like I'm gonna get out of here. Screw this goddamn movie! But I right. stayed in my seat and I watched it to the end because I'm like I've already stayed this whole time. I'll just finish my sitting and get through it. So yeah, uh, he I they really I, I, and I really did kind of would have been good to get a third movie for andrew garfield they certainly air that that whole bit out because they kind they kind of ended it on a bit of a lighter note to kind of go hey not all is bad he's coming back as spider-man so and then i don't know if this was well i think obviously probably was done on purpose or maybe it wasn't they just didn't read the comics but do you think it's in i do you find it interesting that like in that clock tower scene when she hits the when you know when he shoots yes, the web and the wall. hits the, the 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 ground then it, it kind of panels to the clock scene and it the clock you know is at 121 which i believe isn't i believe that's the issue that she died in 121 122 uh marvel oh um turning I, point i think i don't know i only know that because my brother again not that i read spider-man but i thought that was kind of i think it was issue 121 I oh, could be wrong. That, yeah, turning point. Yeah, that's where they're, they're kind of playing the mystery game on who the hell's going to die. All right. So I found the night, that was the kinda... night when Stacy died. Yep. So you brought up. So I think. I don't know. Can't even believe. I just. I think the. I don't know. It was I'm, I'm trying to say like the electro. You mentioned like uh, what's his name, Jamie Fox being electro. Like one. I don't want to. Yeah. Do, like I, here's I, here's the scene. Oops. Oh. Yeah, so that's where like they like. So she didn't even hit anything in the comic. So was it the, no, like he, the did he the got, he did got he... her by the leg as you can see, but uh, and even even there's a little. I mean that could just be because her ne neck snapping back, but also it's just called you know. Did she like just die of whiplash? Did he, so did he like? Either, he, and that's just it. He didn't know if it was from the whiplash or if she had already been dead by the time he caught her. Because I mean that's a hell of a. She was already falling a good bit before he started. Uh, reeling her up. Oh, see, I, I wonder if like the the momentum, like just yeah, and that's that's part of the whole you know doubt, self doubt, and stuff like. So that. did they, they ever flesh? Did they ever flesh this out, or did they just leave it kind of as a I like? I want to say yes, they did. It it did kind of get resolved. I just I it's been I haven't so gone through yeah. all of those, so I just know certainly you know. The cliff notes for certain for certain moments like this, and I've tried to uh, get through them. It's just I haven't had the 
opportunity to. You should you should do Marvel Unlimited. Uh, you know, there's a guy at work that he was telling me about it. Like, obviously, I do the DC Infinite, but you should do Marvel Unlimited because it's actually I think it's cheaper than than DC Infinite. But you could, well, I'm sure I, you could probably find I all these no, on there. No, you know, with with everything that's been going on with comic books, especially, I have no interest of diving what? into other than like a cursory glance every so often yeah. spider-man books but otherwise i you're just saying these are the old these are old school so i'm sure you know they're not yeah i mean if i could somehow get my uh, yeah i know they have like the omnibuses and stuff like that of uh collections of these old books which i'll eventually look into i just know i'm looking at other uh, uh other avenues of, of listen this is not me trying to talk you out of it by no means i'm just saying <laughs> yeah but the whole the lecture thing i want to touch on that because that makes like i don't understand the whole jamie fox thing and i'm not saying he's a bad actor like i i'm not saying that he did oh, amazing was, he was amazing in the was, kingdom he was amazing in miami vice but like electrode was, was literally a, a ginger goofy, it was just a goofy uh like i don't know can you pull up a part. picture of the electro because like yeah, that I can do it. I guess I can do it too. But like his suit in the comics, I'm I'm more apt to like that suit versus him just being this blue avatar looking. Well, and that's that's been like you know certainly the thing that's been talked about, especially when it, when uh, uh, when uh, Young Rippa he he had his videos on a lot of different comic uh, characters being switched around and stuff like that in these movies, and he's like. Comic books are a visual medium. You yeah. have the representation of what the character is supposed to look like drawn out for you, usually in a lot of great detail. So all you ha- all you should be doing is taking what's exactly in those books and trying to get the person to fit that role to just mimic and be that character. There's there's none of no none of this stupid. Uh, adaptation malarkey of trying to get around it uh, but yeah his his here's the um here's jamie fox uh electro which was just a goofy kind of look especially this is all so black bad. suit and stuff like that it's like guys really come on um, I'm trying to get the original. Yeah, I think it was like green, and he actually had like. Well, I, yeah, I, you know, I. They want to. They and they I wanna, get it. Like, you, I don't know if this falls within what universe this falls in. Along uh, falls. I guess I don't know where it falls along. You know, the timeline or whatnot. Like, but I don't know. I think you could have come up with a better look than than that. Well, and they but they're did. probably like, yeah, they're probably like, well, we can't do the comic book the way that the, he looked in the comic book because that's just not realistic. Like, uh, and that does. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh God, I hate this. They've changed the universal. Because now it's just instead of okay, there's Earth six one six. That's that's the comic universe. That's not the. Not the uh, MCU the comic universe. Um, I thought he was a ginge. I'm not seeing anything. All I'm getting is some of the. Oh, Auburn, yeah. And then yeah, he he uh. This is... 
<laughs> yeah. The yellow and green and everything. I mean, I'm, listen, I still like that more than... There you go. You got the red hair. Why did they not do so? Like, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I even joked when I was watching Luke Cage. I'm like, get him in his old '60s outfit. That shit'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's done good. I don't think Luke Cage did very well either. On and I don't know if it's because it was Netflix or what, but I didn't hear good things about. Uh, it. I didn't hear good things about it. The show wasn't bad until they killed off the better villain to replace him with a chick. Of course, she was just horrible. She was just not a good villain to begin with. She was playing more off of, off of him. I forget. And again, it's been. This is the thing. Like, I, none of this stuff is meant to be like retained in your memory that well. And a lot of the stuff I have just replaced with other stuff in my brain to remember because I just I forget about it because I'm I I've just been so tapped out. Yeah. <laughs> So why didn't they do a Sinister Six movie? Because like you watch that movie, you assume trying. they've been the, trying. They just don't Lord have the, the funds, I or is I it the don't rights? Know. I don't know. What the Fox still owns Spider Man, right? They, I mean, they still own the rights. Sony, uh, Sony still owns Spider Man. Yes, they'll they, never get. They've been, they've been leaning him. Oh God, no! That, he, he's a cash cow for them. I they, know. They'd be stupid to. To give them away, or just, or to sell, even to sell them away. It's like, well, I we know. can't come up with a good movie, but we'll let you do we'll, it for we'll us, keep... and we'll just—they're going to pull a Mister Wonderful royalty deal. We'll uh, let you make a movie, but we get you know seventy-five percent of the proceeds. The the main Spider-Man movies has been essentially Sony. Yeah, they just lend a, they just lend Spider-Man out for like the big multiversal uh, tie-ins and stuff like that for the MCU. But otherwise, like a lot of the Spider-Man movies have still been technically uh, Sony's. So it's been that's been kind of the funny thing is like, well, Sony certainly uh, knows what they're doing to keep because uh, I mean, um, what was it? The most recent one, uh, No Way Home, was their biggest one so far. But that was partly because of a lot of key jangling. They brought in Willem Dafoe and. Oh, he uh, made that Robert movie. Robert Molina. That's, and, oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. Defoe stole the movie. Without a doubt. So, And then you brought they had Toby and Andrew Garfield back as Spider-Man. I, so. I think Iron Toby just was not great in that movie. Like I thought he was pretty... I mean, he was... He was what, I li- what I liked about it was that he was definitely... And I could see it as almost like a hint of where they could go with his character. It was certainly like he was kind of in there as a mentor, almost kind of father fatherly role for for, for them. Kind of kind of giving some of them some helpful words and guidance and stuff like that, especially for they really were like playing up Andrew Garfield as like he he himself was like, "Man, I just got the worst villains." <laughs> I don't. I haven't even gotten to go to space. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> because of what was going on with uh, Tom Holland Spider Man and everything he's been doing. So he's. He, it was just kind. Of, but he, you know, there was. I'm sure you, there's. You see the clip out there where you know, uh, Toby looks at him and goes, "No, you're amazing. I, I want you to say you are amazing." <laughs> so. It was kind of some good little moments there, and I could see where if they took it in the right direction, where if they brought back Toby in a separate universe, 
movies sort of thing again, they could definitely do the um, uh, do the, the the Spider-Man version where it was his where he has a daughter and she does become the next kind of Spider-Man, but her own. But yeah, it's, it's his daughter Mayday, and there, it was a, it was I read some of those. Those weren't bad. Those were pretty good. So who's your so, who do you think did it best? Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garf- Garfield, or Tom Holland? I will always be a Toby fanboy. Really, I like, those, I like those movies a lot more. I feel like even though you, there was divergences that I disliked with the, like with some of them, I still would take them over. I'll still rewatch those over Andrew and over Tom Holland. I don't like they just don't they just don't sit with me very well. The Spider Man Two is still objectively what my favorite and probably the best one. I like the first one just because of how great Willem Dafoe is as uh, is because Doc Ock. No, oh, he was Green Goblin. No, I know, but and is it because uh, Robert Do- Molina you, was? Yeah, yeah. Doc Ock. I mean, again, I had the problem with everybody keeps finding out his goddamn secret so freaking fast. Yeah. But, um, but otherwise, it's like okay, I can look past. I can look past that, and just in, I did. I did the third movie for Toby. Good lord. Oh, other than for the whole, uh, uh, his like emo Peter Parker, whatever, Bully Maguire. That's what that's what they call it. Uh, the whole Bully Maguire stuff. It's it's still just like ah, you really didn't have to do this. You could have gone in a better direction. And it was such a kind of it wasn't the best way to introduce the symbiotes and stuff. I think that should have been like a full movie of him in the in the in the symbiote suit. Then at the end, maybe he gets rid of it, sort of thing. And they could they should have picked somebody better for, for to play Eddie Brock. <laughs> it certainly wasn't Topher Grace. <laughs> well, who uh, I was trying to say who did it better, but, him or but uh, who who did it? But I would say Tom like, Harding, Toby Toby McGuire. I'd say he he definitely. Um, he played the role of Peter Parker better because I he he definitely had that more. Um, he he fit more the kind of awkward nerdy sort of thing. He got he had that down pretty well, and then when he was Spider Man, I let. He was I thought he he at least was one of the few that was at least still cracking jokes and making fun of the villains and stuff and being sarcastic and jokey and stuff. So he had that down, Pat. And I just thought he was just, just kind of the well-rounded one of the of the three so far. And I know what they were doing with Tom Holland's was like they were building up to him, essentially becoming the Spider-Man we're gonna potentially have known and stuff like that. But eh, too little, too late. You feel like uh, I was talking to somebody at work the other day. I asked him if he thought that Sam Raimi's Spider-Man got the villains as close as to like the ones in the comics and the guy I was talking to is like no but they're a lot better than the rest of them or the rest right. of the movies at least. I would probably yeah for the most part because they did they ch- they changed up Doc Ock uh, his whole origin story and Osborn was kind of on key but yeah there was there was differences I I the original, the original plan I heard about too was that they were going to 
make him the villain, the overarching villain for the three movies, but they weren't confident or just weren't sure that this was going to be a big enough hit. Yeah. So that's why it ended the way they ended it. But I think they still could have done the whole Osborne revival thing that they did even in the comics. But I don't know so, if if uh, Raimi had even read those yet. Yeah. So why don't you think in Spider-Man and like the the Amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield one? I forget who directed it, but why don't why don't you? Andrew why did they? Yeah. Something so, Webb, because they're like, oh, his last name's Webb, and he's directing Spider-Man. Uh, oh, dear. Why didn't they <laughs> focus on Norman Osborn? Like, so, and again, you'll have to correct me, because I don't know the difference. There's Green Goblin and Hobgoblin. Is Hobgoblin Harry? No. Uh, that's a, uh, Hobgoblin is an entirely different person. So it has no relation to Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. No, it's not like it's not like a, you know like father and son. No, no, no. Yeah, okay, it's a complete like completely separate. Um, God, I'm trying to remember even that character. They they that's the thing they've played like uh, mystery box with who is the original hobgoblin. Well, we know who the original Green Goblin is, and of course that's that's Norman, and then. Um, Harry eventually picks up the Green Goblin suit. So, so why don't you think they focused on uh, Norman Osborn and the Amazing Spider-Man? I don't think they did because, or I guess they the were, second I, one. I'm sorry. I, I think they were still kind of. They felt they might have felt they were. They might have felt that they were still in the shadow of Raimi's Spider-Man a little too much because you of think? The, because there wasn't a, a I would say a big enough gap from when they came out, so they were probably still trying to stay a little bit away from it, but it might have been, like, studio pressuring that said, no, we want Green Goblin in this in some form or another. Bring him in. We don't care how. Um, I'm even going to kind of look up real quick. So Spider-Man 3 was out in 2007. An amazing Spider-Man. Uh, 2012. Yeah. So just only five year gap, which for some people would be enough to forget a lot of shit. But I mean, yeah. like it was, Raimi Spider Man had still remained in everyone's consciousness of because of just how well done it was up until that third flick. Yeah. So I just I think understand they, the whole. Been, and I didn't yeah, yeah, it was two years later. So Amazing Spider Man Two is twenty fourteen. I didn't understand the whole sickness thing. Like they are like in Spider-Man Two, they were talking about you know when like the whole Harry and Norman scene, and he's explaining like j j the, I don't know the sickness that he has. Like I didn't really understand that, but he did. It was interesting that like during that whole oh, scene, right. he did kind of have the appearance of like very golem like goblin esque yeah, I guess yeah. but I didn't really understand because it, that's what I really liked about Sam Raimi's is like well and William Defoe man like I'm just I'm a huge fan like I you know just all of his all of his work like Boondock Saints like he he's it's oh, almost yeah. like he's like split personality type thing and I don't know oh, if no, he if knows he he played that off perfectly. And I don't know if that's the whole like Green Goblin if that's like his if that's like a perfect, perfect that's, embodiment of the that's character. Always been, yeah, that's always been kind of the, um, 
kind of the things they've played with even in the comics is is there really a duality between right um the green goblin persona and norman osborne and they the, the more recently they've kind of, they have separated the two yeah. And I have looked in on it. It's like, oh, okay. So they they are at, he's not just a, a psychopath. It is you know the goblin serum and his kind of experimentations on himself that he's gone through. So yeah, it's it's a completely so, separate separate thing. I just wonder why they they took the uh, the sickness route versus just explain like, no, I was messing in a lab and this is the serum I'm taking and. You know all that kind of stuff. It's so. been so long since I've seen Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Two. So yeah. Uh, oh God, I forgot about this. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, and then I, like, I just I just like found this really quick. I was like, Ugh. yeah, like that's just is that this looks like, ugh, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't even, yeah. It's like they try to rip on. It's like they like try to rip off of Sam Raimi's Green Goblin because that was, like I said, not a Marvel, not a Marvel fan, but like William Defoe and and well, that, like how he the, the, how he looked, and everybody's like, "Well, that's so cheesy." Well, okay, okay, it was like back in the '90s, wasn't it? Like something like that. Like one, they're not going to have the best technology, but two, like that suit was actually pretty cool. And if you don't think it was, then like I guess you can just go somewhere. But I thought it was cool. It was a lot better Spider-Man, than this one. Yeah, the first Spider-Man, uh, Sam Raimi, was 2002. Okay, well, I was so close. We were just shy out of them. Yeah, but, but that's I, just terrible. I, I, you know, th- this was the thing. Um, they, they've played on they played on a few different things for, for Goblin. And, again, Amazing Spider-Man was kind of hearkening to Ultimate Spider-Man, where the Green Goblin was a transformation almost. Which is what they've done in the comics is that oh he transforms into this big hulking beast of yeah the uh, but I've always been more of a fan of the costume and mask look and they they were going to do that with Raimi's Spider Man um for the Green Goblin they they had a, like an animatronic look, uh, face for it and it looked really cool. And they didn't use it, or they did they use it. They didn't. They didn't use it, and they went with that whole um, armored kind of the kind of armor look that they gave them. Yeah. So I hang on. I could have sworn I saw that last. I saw this, and it looked a lot closer. Uh, a lot closer to the comics, but I guess I was wrong in remember the way I remembered it. So hang on, I'm not gonna play the audio because we don't need it. I just want to show the face. So yeah, this this is what they were uh, possibly gonna do for Green Goblin for that uh, for that ori- original Spider-Man movie. Actually, which it, oh, it's yeah. getting more closer to the comic look. Just Instead a, of a mask, the big orange eyes. I think they still would have had to fill that in or something. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think it would have been pretty cool to see it like this instead of the, uh, the armored, the armored or, uh, yeah. thing. That looks. I mean, really the armored helmet is still cool, but oh yeah, 
I definitely would have liked this a lot more personally. That's because I also I was also a kid watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it's uh, in that almost in that same vein of having the animatronic head and stuff. Do you play the, there? Apparently, there's a new game that came out for Ninja Turtles. Yes, uh, I remastered. Picked, I and I haven't picked it up yet. It uh, it looks like it looks like the old uh, arcade cabinet. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time and stuff like that. Looks like those old, old, that old beat 'em up. I still need to grab it. And and I've heard I good watched, things. Yeah, I watched um, Razor Fist play it, and he was he he was clearly having a ball with it. So I'm like, okay, so it's legit. <laughs> and they are going to be putting out like a whole big collection of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. Really. Yes, and it's going to even include the tournament fighter games with multiplayer online support. Which is I need crazy. to download this. Right. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, so the, the new game was the Shredder's Revenge. Ah, here it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's Shredder's Revenge, and then uh, there's going to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. Yeah. I can dig that. That's going to be... We need to figure out... I don't know if we can stream that. Probably not. But oh, absolutely. Be... Yeah, they're going to... Yeah, so they... Like, you see the old... Uh, this is probably, like, the NES version. Here's getting into some of the Turtles in Time games. This is the tournament fighter, which I remember playing. That's those legit. Games. Those games were fun. Wasn't this like on the old S, uh, NES? Oh, Super Nintendo's like a Genesis, the arcade systems back in the day. So yeah, here's the big list. Uh, so it comes with the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade, Turtles in Time, uh, the Nintendo Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, TMNT Two, the arcade game, the Manhattan Project, Tournament Fighters. Turtles in Time, the Super Nintendo. Wow, so they're going to have the arcade and Super Nintendo version. Uh, Tournament Fighters, Hyperstone Heist from the Sega Genesis, both versions of Tournament Fighters, uh, Game Boy, uh, Fall of the Foot Clan, Back to the Sewers, and Radical Rescue. And then the online titles are... Okay, so we'd be able to... We, I mean, if we wanted to, yeah, we could do the arcade... Uh, TMNT, Turtles in Time, Hyperstone Heist, and the Turtle Fighters. Each other's ass. I'm down. Yeah. So, and, oh, August 30th. That this comes gonna, out. This is going to blow Smash Bros. out of the water. <laughs> I'm wondering if the Tournament Fighter will make it into... Um, oh, God, what is it called? The... Um, the big fighting tournament that they have. Evo? No. What is the... Ah, son of a gun. Yeah, let me look it up. I want to say it's Evo. Okay, yeah, it's uh, the fighting game community or the Evolution Championship Series 
So yeah, I'm wondering if it'll make it into uh, into that for the tournament fighter. They're just... always some. They're always sometimes stingy on what they allow in for for this sort of stuff. Yeah, is it just downloadable on like? Uh, can you buy it off like Microsoft Store? Like, how do you? You could probably get it on the Microsoft Store. I'm gonna get it on uh, on the uh, Steam platform. That's just what I mainly use, anyways. I'll get it on there. I'm sure there's it'll be like cross-play compatibility. I just need to start doing Steam then. It's yeah. insane how many people come in trying to like how many people uh, the buy those. Yeah, get those cards. They're like, do you have Steam cards? I'm like, uh, no. I don't know what you're maybe. talking about. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I, I don't know what Steam. I, I, is that a young, is that like lit or sick or cap? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Like this generation, like, uh, oh, yeah, no cap. Like, yeah, you're not wearing a cap, guy. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, no, no cap. Yeah, you're not I wearing a hat. What like, you're about. Uh, <laughs> speak, speak English. The last night I heard uh, lit and sick about 45 times in the course of probably three and a half minutes. I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't even tell you. Well, I did text. I texted you last night. No lie. I literally thought I saw Ryan Cannell uh, at the <laughs> I saw, store. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not even lying. I'm like, I don't know if he's on a trip, uh, if he's traveling currently, but I, I literally. Last I, I knew he was, I thought I heard that they were talking about him being up in like Chicago or something. <laughs> uh, with drunk C3PO or drunk 3PO or whatever. Or they were tra- I don't no, know. no, I think it was him, uh, him, Jeremy, and yeah, 3PO were supposed to be going to, okay, driving well, to Texas. Here's the thing. And they wouldn't be coming James. through Idaho, <laughs> our right. neck of the woods. Uh, what if I, did it, I was almost like, Ryan, but I, I didn't because I didn't want to be embarrassed. But I literally thought I saw him <laughs> just, buying a bu- just buying a bunch of booze. What is what surprised for- me with? <laughs> like, I thought you were, I thought you were cutting, cutting that out for this month, man. Uh, well, he's got a doppelganger then. Yeah, he's, he's probably a doppelganger with people with enough of the same haircut running around. So you know, it wouldn't surprise. I mean, this I'm telling you, like I wouldn't send you a text at like 12 in the morning or whenever I see the well, text. I was asleep like, anyway, so I was fine. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe he did. Pass, I don't know. Maybe he did pass through, but I yeah. If if not, he's got a doppelganger. So um, yeah, it was very very convincing. Craziest, craziest thing ever. I know. I saw. I, I, I meant to. I meant to follow that up and ask you and go. What are you talking about? Buddy? I almost slid into his DMs. I was like, "Did you hear? Like, are you here right now? Like, wanna, uh, <laughs> you want to get on? You want to get on the show for tomorrow before you go to Chicago?" <laughs> Wait, no, uh, yeah, they're supposed to be heading to, to um, Texas for Anime Matsuri. Hey, is that just all they? They just travel just 365 days out of the year for like comic cons. Is that well, all they do? Certainly recently because they've been setting up so many like uh, meetups and stuff. So, well, it's like cool. drunk. I mean, is yeah. drunk three P or whatever? I don't know his name. Is he like party geeks and gamers, or is he just do, do his own yeah. thing? He he does his own thing. Plus, he does uh, he does the park hopping channel for them. So yeah, oh. he's usually the one going to the uh, theme parks and stuff. Like what is he like? Is he a Star Wars guy? Because I like I follow him, but I don't like I don't I haven't he's like been, actually. That's like, where he's how I heard about some of the news for the uh, uh, the stupid Galactic. Uh, oh, it was him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, 
I, I've tried to keep an eye on some of that stuff, but he definitely got a few extra information and stuff, tidbits here and there that he compiled it together neatly. I wonder how he did that without, I wonder if he was on the blacklist too, like, uh, what's his name, Star Wars Theory, or whitelist, um, whatever list they call it. From what I've heard from, on some of their streams, uh, they are basically, they basically are uh, on the Persona Non Grata list, not just... Not just for the simple fact that they're geeks and gamers, but also because of how they cover um, the theme parks. So some theme parks don't like them because they just give, you know, they just give their own honest opinion on what they see and what. They're like, how dare they, you? I mean, they aren't doing the um, the typical chill kissing ass yeah. to. They're like, we don't we don't allow subjective comments here. Yeah, it has so, to be objective. So certainly, like Disneyland, Disney World, whatever, they don't like them. Universal likes them very much. I'm hear. surprised they were but even Universal able to... is apparently doing better than uh, uh, Disney oh, yeah. World and stuff. <laughs> well, that's, that's the whole thing. If you're going to go to Florida, you're going to go to, like, was it Magical Kingdom and Universal? Yeah. You're not going to go to Disney. Well, I heard something that they're trying to... Disney's trying to do the vaccine passport or something. They're trying to oh, now like God. make it. Well, what's really scary is like they have now they have like a bracelet that you wear and it scans. It's got like all your your oh, credit card and hotel, all that information. They're, trying, on they're, they're wanting to. Oh no, it wasn't a bracelet. I'm sorry, it was your fingerprint. That's chip. what it was. Yeah, I was like, no, yeah, thank you. They want to. They want to chip you. And I'm like, no, I'm not a dog. Bye. Well, no, it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of like the um the E3 one, the Xbox. One and PS4 were announced. You had uh, Microsoft that was talking about how you know you needed the uh, the connect, you needed the sensor to be active, you needed it needed it to help log in daily for your system. You couldn't um, you couldn't share games. Basically, it was all DRM locked to your console. Yeah, and then <clears throat> and then Sony comes out and is like, "We're doing none of that." And everybody's like, "Okay, well, we know where we're going." And I certainly—that's how I certainly made my decision. And Universal, why you so that. far, yeah. Universal has been basically like watching them and being like, "We're not doing that." And, they, and so that's been basically it. And apparently, they just have better rides and stuff there. And like yeah. their whole Harry Potter experience is like really good, well, comparison to Galaxy's Edge, which is poorly done. I hear and freaking DeSantis isn't like not to get political, but I hear, like he's not taking any type of crap down there from what oh, it sounds no. like. He's, he's, yeah, he's full bore, man. I can, yeah, I, I can appreciate that to some degree. He's like, oh, all to all degrees. I just you know, wish it was one hundred percent legit. But. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> but I'm just I'm surprised how he like he can they can get into. Well, these Disney theme parks, I would have th- thought they're like, ah, no, we're, we can It's not like they can't like sell you a ticket, but I felt like they would be like more like. Oh, they're not going like, to deny your money, but they're certainly not going to give you like special oh, privileges or access and stuff like that. I don't know. I would towing a certain line that they want you to tow for reviews and stuff like that. If that's what you're yeah. referring to, uh, they'd probably watch them like a hawk in the in the uh, while they're getting rides. <laughs> oh, and, and online and stuff like that. Absolutely. But, Keep a close eye. Yeah, I thought that was funny though. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna send him a message. He's gonna be, who is who's this Jay Hitman guy? Why does he have a respirator on he, his face? <laughs> Why is he asking me if I've been to to store Talk, like that? Yeah. I'm so, yeah, it was funny, but 
I did my comic thing. Is there anything you had? I mean, there's there's some little news here or there. And in fact, uh, in regards to Star Wars The Old Republic, I thought, I mean, as far as I know, not a lot's going to be made of this, but... I was just gonna. I was just looking at that on Discord. Yeah, Star Wars: The Old Republic's creative director leaves Bioware after 16 years. Has it been that long? Oh wow! Since the um, original. Yeah, so the creative director of Star Wars: The Old Republic, Charles Boyd, will be leaving the game after being an integral member of Bioware's development team for 16 years. Uh, in a July game update blog post, the statement opened to explain. Uh, Explaining game update 7.1's content. Launching August 2nd, this upcoming content will include new daily mission arcs on Planet Manon, new operations for eight-player teams, improvement to weapons under the Outfitter system, key revelations about Darth Malgus and the Sith Lord whose relics he has been pursuing, and more. Because this is the thing, they released this this whole update, I swear to Christ, it was the lack, such a lackluster, uh, quote, expansion pack that they have released to date. Even, like, the Knights of the Fallen content, they had, like, a full, I don't know how many chapters, like, that you could play through and get a good chunk of time while this was just kind of wham-bam thinking, man. It was really quickly over. Um, however, the statement also revealed creative director Charles Boyd would be leaving the 11-year-old title. Star Wars The Old Republic is known for its years of storytelling and capturing players' hearts for over a decade now. All chapters must close in order for the for others to begin. Wanted to... Why he's... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering why he's leaving after 16 years. Hey, you know, what? I don't know. Again, fly on the wall, right? Fly on the wall. What what, what could be heard? Seeing what Disney's doing, like, uh, we're out by. Well, and this is is where I was uh, talking to Daviasa about this earlier today. This game, I A, have such a love-hate relationship with, and B, it's, it's full of potential. It's really all there, but they don't seem to want to fully commit to certain storylines and stuff like that they've completely toned everything way down um the class stories are basically all but gone except for some few mentions here and there and maybe and then not maybe but later on yeah they kind of get re-acknowledged with what's been currently some of the current going songs but Otherwise, the class, qu- the the whole class quest thing of like the Sith Inquisitor, warrior, uh, the bounty hunter, agent, trooper, smuggler, Jedi Knight, Jedi Consular, all that sort of stuff. All those are kind of done away with. So you just kind of your character, yeah, has some flavor conversations here or there, but otherwise, you're not. You don't have your own quest line. It's all homogenized into one big overarching story and it's just lost that uniqueness that you originally had of having each individual story and i can understand it takes time to have to write through these stories and set them up and stuff like that but then i i would just say focus just focus on one character do a big expansion pass or pack 
go on to the next, and then the next, and then the next, and loop back around, and then maybe have some big events for all the characters that can come into it sort of thing. So it's just been... Ugh. I agree. It's, like... it's, it's all there, and they, and they, they took a... Because I remember when they were first... I was following this game. We were, a lot of us were really hyped up. We were like, yes, this is some potential for some awesomeness. We loved uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Bioware should be able to do a great job with it. Um, and they were they were first showing off some of the early trailers and everything. How, <coughs> excuse me, how um, certain classes may have a bit of a different effect on some of the flashpoints that you when you team up with other players, especially all, well, not especially, but also if they have like different crew skills, which is like the crafting system, if they have like certain crew skills, it might help you get through some of the maps either in different ways or um, maybe just not, you're kind of blocked from that pathway. So you had to go in a completely different direction. They were showing all this different stuff off, which was sounding so cool, but, then by the time we got to the end product, it was missing all that. Still fun, still enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. I, I know my brother and I. We always love going through the level one through fifty content, but it still, uh, it still misses out on what they were originally promising was going to be part of the game. And especially when it comes. Uh, it was funny too because like there used to be a uh, when you were creating your character especially it was kind of like Dragon Age uh, the original Dragon Age Origins where you picked your background uh, your background story and stuff like that and that added to your character now you just basically go up to the beginning guy and you kind of add in what you are via a conversation really quick and it's like I mean, I, I guess that's not a bad way to go about it, but at the same time, it's it, you don't. Ha I wish I still had some of the video and screenshots that I took from then, and had all the descriptions because they would talk about for uh, if you're like the kind of mixed Sith blood human or whatever for the Sith warrior, uh, and then the, the for the Sith uh, Inquisitor, the different slave backgrounds and stuff like that. So. They had a lot. God, so, oh, now I'm making myself sad. I mean, it's just so good. So, like, <laughs> I've not played SOTOR. Like, my brother's been no, trying to get me to play for, like... You're, you're walking into it, certainly, after a lot of changes and stuff like for the, that. For the better or for the worse? Um, Some for the better, absolutely. Especially, especially the ability to have... Um, after it took him a while to give you your alternative um, clothing look, so you can have like the the one that's all your gear and everything like that 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 helps give you your stats. And then you can set up your outfitter for um, the look that you want to have. Yeah. So you know it's little things like that. The funny thing is though they had pro they had talked about this early on about being able to. Uh, put the put your hood up or down if you had like that kind of cloaked look. They still haven't done that. <laughs> but it, there's little quality of life things that they've kind of just thrown in. It's done some good for it for sure. I just wish 
that they had more like character interaction or yeah character interactions when you're doing like flashpoints and stuff like that especially maybe to ha have the characters by default like maybe say something here or there if they if they make it if they get the dialogue win uh maybe your character could have just a little kind of just like a not a look or something like that just acknowledging that yeah you're with a group of people and they don't they're not doing that and not entirely no it's just kind of called okay the person's talking the person that won the dialogue choice they get they, their character gets to talk um and so they aren't always acknowledging of oh we got a group of uh a, say like oh group of sith or wow you're a, sometimes they will say oh you're kind of an interesting bunch <laughs> just kind of seeing if you have like a weird how's this of people how does this compare to like not kotor then i mean it's a very different thing considering you basically have uh so many different uh, storylines initially oh, multiple storylines within yeah, this inquisitor has their storyline the whole level one through fifty, they have their whole storyline, uh, Sith warrior, and so on. They all, although that's why you know, for us, we're going to be doing this. Um, we're all going to be playing something different, so we can all, we can, so you can see all the different storylines. You, you just might miss out on some of the beginning scenes here or there, but otherwise, you get to pal around, pal, pal around, and see. Okay, this is you'll, you'll get to see some of the storylines going on. So I guess I need to establish this first. Should I go ahead and like create my character before we start streaming tomorrow, or do I need to just do it? We'll just do that tomorrow. We can just do that tomorrow if you want. You can do it tonight if you just want to get your character started. Just like as soon as like it starts up with the um, give me a Palpatine the, skin. <laughs> just as soon as it starts off with the whole you know doing the uh, the title crawl, just exit out and uh, and. Just have your character created at least, and then we'll uh, we'll want to we'll get you guys into our guild and everything and get you all set up. So excited! I gotta make sure oh. I gotta make sure it's downloaded tonight. It's down, like I said, OBS is hundred percent downloaded, ready to go. Cool. Let's finish this up. Um, see, we wanted to take time to wish uh, a fond and wholehearted farewell to Charles Boyd our creative director and talk about those who are taking the reins for the game after this, after his departure, Charles has been with the company for 16 years and played a significant role in the game's success. Wrote Star Wars, the old Republic project director, Keith Kennig. Uh, he went on, uh, he went on uh, Star Wars, the old Republic is truly is something special and hitting our 10 year landmark together was remarkable. I would like to thank him for playing his part in making uh, making that happen, we will miss Charles as a friend and as a colleague, and wish him all the best in his next adventure. Um, Bioware General Manager Gary McKay added, "It's always sad to see someone uh, you appreciate go, but I wish Charles all the best in the next adventure. He leaves Sutor in excellent hands, and uh, hands with an incredible team that will carry forward our vision for the game." are committed to uh, Sutor's future as we continue to work on the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect. So this is why their content has been really slow for this game, because they're splitting the teams up into working on these different projects. Um, the statement then took the time to praise other members of the Sutor design leadership, 
leadership team, including lead producer Eric Musco, narrative director Ashley Roll, uh, lead writer Caitlin Sullivan Kelly, uh-huh. uh, UX director, I don't know what the heck UX is. Um, Never heard of it. Alan Copeland and gameplay design director George Smith. Uh, the world of game development is always evolving, and we're excited to chart out the the journey for Star Wars: The Old Republic going forward, and share more about those plans with you soon. The statement reassured. The statement was concluded by words from Boyd himself, who wrote a heartfelt farewell uh, farewell message, declaring, "Even after almost 16 years, I still can't fully believe how lucky I've been to work on Star Wars: The Old Republic." Star Wars Galaxy has always been a huge part of my life since I was a kid, he explained. So getting to play a role in Sutor's growth from its initial vision to a colossal release and then an incredible live service for over a decade has been an amazing experience. Boyd Gush, the team's passion, creativity, and dedication to this game are incredible. I don't think I can fully, I could ever fully express how much I've admired and appreciated working with them every single day as always there are some exciting things in the works for the future of sutor storylines and planets and gameplay and characters that i can't wait to see come to life i'm really looking forward to experiencing them all right alongside our players we went on to declare or he went on to declare uh so the team <clears throat> so the team to our longtime partners at lucasfilm and to all of you thank you so so much for this amazing journey I may be moving on from the project, but the Old Republic will never leave my heart. Boyd concluded. Uh, yeah, I mean, Boyd is the latest in many major staff leaving Bioware. Though many of those were centered around Dragon Age, senior creative director Matt Goldman left in November of last year, making him the fourth such person to leave. Boyd made it clear he left Bioware on Twitter, uh, but he's not quite out the door yet. Big news, I am leaving Bioware on August 5th, Boyd noted. We'll be chatting more about uh, in the coming weeks, of course. But until then, here's an update for you awesome folks on the team who will be leading Super in the future. So, yeah. <clears throat> I can only hope that they'll... So that's, the problem your... with the, that's the problem with them having, like, I guess, I'm guessing still a small team is that they're splitting these this group these groups up, working on things like Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and they need the dedicated team when they're trying trying to you know put out updates and stuff like that. It's like Christ, I can't count how many time how often I'm seeing uh, Elder Scrolls Online getting updates for for that for that MMO. It's, it's been crazy as often as I see the expansion packs and stuff come out. This feels so slow in comparison with uh, and I would love it if they did more and did more with the game and, and all, but eh. And then so some of it's just been such a grind. Do you think with him leaving it will be better or worse? It's hard. To, obviously, it's hard, it's hard to say because you don't you just don't know, but like, yeah, do you think, are you hopeful? Say. I mean, are you hopeful or do you think it's just going to crash and burn? And is it going to crash and burn? Because, do you think he left because well, that of everything that's going on with ask. Lucas? <laughs> well, Bioware has nothing to do. Well, I don't like Lucas doesn't own Bioware. Last time I checked, right? Lucasfilm does not own Bioware. EA, Electronic but, Arts. Owns yeah. 
now I guess we have to figure out if EA is in bed with Disney. Anyways, like, did he leave because uh, he he foresee? Uh, yeah, I know, right? Because, <laughs> I know Rogue Squadron <laughs> bad. Yeah, Battlefield Two bad. Um, but do you think that he left because he sees where like just Star Wars is going, and he's like, ah, I'm out, deuce, bye. I can't, you know, there's well, nothing we can do, or... A, 16 is years thing. is also a long time. Yeah. And 11 of that has been on the Sutor project, apparently, so... Um... The thing that... The thing, the thing is that uh, Star Wars The Old Republic has been remaining somewhat untouched by Disney canon, except for... They did. They had added in like the goofy, the goofy uh, cross guard lightsabers and stuff like that. But for the most part, they they're still technically drawing from uh, EU continuity because they still they're they have characters like Revan. They they've they've made references to other uh, old Sith lords and Jedi's and stuff like that. So this has been it's definitely been still in that continuity a bit but uh, if this guy was keeping certain things on a path and even that was kind of wishy-washy at times because I my brother and I have gone on about this offline and it's like it feels like they, 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 they would start down some paths and then get sidetracked and change up things to go down a completely different path. So, I mean, I can only hope that maybe we get somebody that has a little more of a concise vision for what they want to do with the overarching story. Otherwise, I can only potentially see more damage being done to this game than good. That sucks, man. Because Potentially. You know, yeah. I, well, I, don't I hope know who for the best, can... but I expect the worst. I mean, I don't know. One, I mean, I don't even know who you would. I don't know who could, who could fix it, who could take it. I, I don't know. I mean, at this point in time, it's just it's so like I'm so hopeless with with Star Wars, and I, I don't want to be, but I, <laughs> I just, I don't think there's anything. And that's what's so frustrating because, you know, Bioware is separate from from Lucas Disney and owned by EA, but we know the close relationship that EA and obviously Disney Lucas have had. And it just, it seems like Disney is yeast. It infects everything. (laughs) Right. So once it gets little spores in you, then it just, it just spreads. Right. And I think that is what we're ultimately seeing. Right. Or what we are ultimately going to see. This guy's probably, you know, he could be like, yeah, you know, 16 years is a long time. 11 years of it was spent on this project. I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm, I'm ready to go, you know, whatever. Or he's like, ah, I'm seeing, I can see where this is going. My hands are ultimately going to be tied. If I don't bend the knee, my knees are going to get, you know, knocked out from under me. Uh, so I'm just going to leave yeah, with my head whole, Yeah, he could just be trying to be one of the, as they say, the, the rats fleeing the sinking ship, you know. 
Well, I mean, very, especially with very all this positive. weird corporate culture going on out there, it wouldn't surprise me that. Oh man, I am tapped. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. If uh, if I don't make it through day one, then um, I'm out. I'm then we'll know. <laughs> then we're gonna. So if I don't like it tomorrow, then we'll immediately just go to uh, Ninja Turtles. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Ninja Turtles. I'll have to grab it. But I really like Star Wars. I really want to have high hopes for this, just for the simple fact that I hear Malgus is in it. Malgus is like top five, in my opinion. Definitely top five, maybe top six. Um, I don't know how much he's in the game, but or how much of you see well, it in in the story. But if we do, if we certainly like do certain things, yeah, you'll see him a little bit more. But like, he doesn't take a big part in like the personal uh, storylines necessarily. This is more of like some of the uh, side um, side flashpoints that you can do, like around level thirty. That's like after chapter one, yeah. and then um, he has a whole big uh, thing for the blow off of uh, on a planet called Ilum. So, which we'll nice. we'll do if we get to, if we get that far. So is it five? Then five thirty tomorrow. Is that what we're five? Five. five what do we say? Five. Five p.m. General Mountain Time. We'll be uh, so booting up that Star Wars: The Old Republic. It may be 5.30, because if my thing, if my computer has acted, if my computer acts like it has been acting, then we should just bank on 5.30, but I'll be on at 5. Okay, 5 or 5.30, okay, 5 or 5.30, folks. We'll be doing the tutorial stream on our Twitch channels. Uh, Ah, The Fractured Filter and J-Hitman, and also uh, keep an eye on our uh, Twitter pages, we'll make I will post, yeah, I'll post when everything's... Good to go. OBS is officially downloaded, and cool. I'm checking SOTOR. I'll check SOTOR after we get off. But yeah, and if when you get the chance to look into Steam, grab that. I'll probably grab a card tonight. I don't. You don't. Have, no, you don't have to grab a card. Just get the, the download the program. Oh, 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 just the program. Okay, I'll do that too. Yeah, so. I, can, I can get you the link for that. Shoot me the link. So. Yeah, I'll shoot you the link. All right. Well, is there anything okay. else you wanna? No, I, I mean you gotta you gotta bounce uh, I gotta, early. So you gotta bounce early, or I would. Uh, there's a I lot more I want to talk good, about, but good good time is any, and we could always save some stuff for next week. Yes. Now the question becomes: talk. Do we want to torture ourselves with anything, or do we want to keep this nice loosey goosey talk about anything? <laughs> sort of? oh, dude, it's it's uh, it's been I'm nice. wondering if we just watch like should we just check out one episode of. I could have said Bad Batch. Well, you could have said Rebels, too. I could have said just, Rebels, yeah. Uh, I, can't do it. Just, I can't do the samurai-looking stuff. Um, I mean, I unless, you've been, unless you've been watching um, Better Call Saul, we could talk about Better Call Saul next week. Oh, God. I, I've been watching what do you what, what do you want to do? You want It's between Bad Batch, Rebels, or Visions. I'm going to hate oh. Visions. Ugh. I would. You're gonna say visions, aren't you? I am gonna say visions just because it's, it's so detached from the the current continuity, and then they might. I mean, eh, I don't know. Like Fine. I'm just saying, I'm just saying one episode. I'm not saying the whole thing. I'm just saying we could just check out one episode, see how we feel, 
which I'm sure is going to be hate. <laughs> Fine. Fine. I will well, review the well, Sith code prior to watching this. That might make you more angry, but... I uh, <laughs> just... Ugh. I have a vision for visions, and it's not good. Ah. That's fine. Let's let's do it. That's fine. Fine. We'll do it. Okay. But right. I'm I'm gonna be there when we do Bad Batch two. I'm gonna throw that in your face. Well, I'm gonna have to probably watch that on my own, aren't I? Let's get through season one so we can watch start season two when that. Oh, uh, we doing season? Are we doing season one again? I haven't watched. I know yet. you haven't, but does that make sense to do season one and then do season two? Uh, do we even have enough time? When's it? No. August? We don't. We would have already had to have been starting to watch it now. Uh, unless we... When is it? August what? You've already watched it though, haven't you? I know. Oh, I have, but I'm totally down to deconstruct it again. Well, then I guess... How many episodes we, did we, we have can... to watch to get... Because there's eight episodes. I think there's eight episodes, right? Yeah? Eight? Uh... No. Twelve? Eight or twelve? Bad Batch. And they're not long. I think they're like the Clone Wars. I think they're about 20, 18, 20 minutes, I think. So we could do that. We could just watch a couple episodes and we could do like next week. We could just, I don't know, just a thought. We could watch however many we watch leading up to when Bad Batch comes, Bad Batch 2 comes out. We could do that like how we did Mandalorian. We doubled up on, well, we did that with Obi-Wan. We doubled up. 16 episodes. episodes. Oh. oh, dear. I mean, it's plausible. It's not out that, It's not outside the realm of... Would we want to, like, double up on the episodes? Like They're only, like, tw- I think they're only, like, 20 minutes, so it's not bad. It's, like, it would, two would equal the, the length of one episode of Mandalorian, I think. They're not... There's no way they're 45-minute-long episodes. No, I don't think they're that long. I want to say they brought 20. No! Well, the, the, the pilot episode is apparently an hour and 10 minutes. Well, that's the because it yeah it goes well, that's through. The, and then they're thirty-one minutes. So, I mean, it's just an idea. It's a thought. We don't have to. I'm just saying. But we could if we doubled up, because it's August twenty-sixth. Is that when it releases? Maybe after the first episode, we can. You want to do that then? We can double up on the episodes. You think so about September, it. We'll, September 28th. So we've got two months. We could probably get through these episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Bad Batch Season 1 will we'll start. Listen, this is not me trying to get out of Andor. You know that. And I, you love my, no, you we'll know my hate for Andor. we'll still be doing Andor. We'll double Gosh, up. Darn it. Whoa, I hate you. <laughs> <sighs> I'd rather watch Bad Batch than Andor. Fine, fine, fine. We'll do it. So, all right. Next week, then Bad Batch. We'll, start, we'll be starting Bad Batch, yeah. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but well, fine. all right, with all right, so we got that figured out. We'll be doing Bad Batch next week tomorrow, 5 p.m. or 5:30 p.m. We'll be doing depending on Jay Hitman's computer if it wants to just be a shyster. Absolutely, um, we'll be doing Star Wars: The Old Republic starting that playthrough. Come on and join us if you're going to be around uh, so on either close. of our Titch Twitter. Titch. 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 New, Titch. That's our new, our new app Twitch. we came out with. Yeah, to, on uh, either of our Twitch channels, mine, The Fractured Filter, uh, or uh, J, JH1Hitman187. Uh, Twitch, find us. Watch us. 
be fun. Be fun. So excited. And so with that, I say good night, everybody. Night.